Welcome, Sojourners. You have found yourself a cozy place here at Sojourners Awake. I'm Jonathan, and this is our production of The Bookish and the Brave. This is a special episode in which we get a close-up shot of Hawkins' idle hands and his new friend, Ascenditon. They have their very own adventure within Baldtop Library, for as we have concluded, Baldtop is not entirely the safest place to be. Nevertheless, the Sojourners encounter mystery, intrigue, and threat. It's never a dull day to be a bookend, or to be their friend. And so for now, our story continues. Part 2 Please roll initiative. Eleven is the number to beat. Twenty. Eleven. Mm. What's your dexterity? Plus three. You win. Can you imagine at the this T, uh, a low, uppercase T, and at the base of that T is a kiln. Uh, the stairwell continues to go up, and that's at the top of the T. From that stairwell, connecting to the kiln is a conveyor belt. As a trying to get a sense of the room, Jonathan. Uh, Obviously, the kiln probably has some kind of fire going. How well lit is the room? It is very well lit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ascenditon, the creature is 30 feet away from you. There are mm-hmm. two stairwells on either side of the T. On the left side of the T is the stairwell you have entered into. On the right side of the T, the stairwell goes up to the final level. That is where the creature is, the construct. Ascenditon, how do you progress? I'm trying to get a sense of the elements in the room. So you said there's a conveyor belt, there's a kiln. What other items are there? You see the reamers, these large spear-like pokers, graphite tools, tongs, shears to cut glass. There's not a whole lot that's coming to mind for him, and so he is actually going to try and run to the stairs, the mm-hmm. upward stairs, and basically try and serve as a, a roadblock to the thing. Uh, he'll try and skirt the construct as much as possible okay. to avoid an attack. But if he can get up on the stairs and basically maybe grab one of those reamers, the, the pole things, and mm-hmm. be ready to push it back, uh, he makes he takes care to turn the thing around. As he does, uh, Hawkins, you might notice that, uh, that there's blood dripping from his hand. Go ahead and make a athletics check to determine how well you're able to defend this creature will also withstand you. Contested, it will be an 18 to beat. Uh, yeah, he's got me. <laughs> okay. You stand there well enough ready to defend against him. But if he presses on, he will succeed. Okay. Hawkins, it is your turn. Well, I'm sorry. Before we go to him, I would like to take the opportunity as a bonus action to uh, provide Hawkins with uh, bardic inspiration. And uh, as an Eloquence College bard, I have unfailing inspiration, so if you use it on a roll and it still fails, you do not lose the inspiration. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is a d6? Uh, Yeah, yeah, the the base level. Mm -hmm. Hawkins, given this brave act as Ascenditon stands between Shusha and the stairwell to the lightning rod, you, sh- you see Shusha now looking back and forth to you in Ascendantin, saying, Opponent to the mission, engage. How do you progress? Um, Hawkins will drop to a knee to steady the crossbow and try to fire a shot with an incendiary tip. Natural one. As you shoot. <laughs> I'm behind him! <laughs> blasts into this stackware of glass. This wall of glass splatters like a a hurricane wave and it blows over you, Ascenditon, as well as this creature. The two of you will make strength saving throws to avoid being knocked prone. Ooh, 18 for it. And it's rolling good. I am not. All right, Hawkins, you're safe. Total of four. Ascenditon, you are knocked prone upon the ground and you take five points of shrapnel damage. Owie! 
Anything else, Hawkins? Yeah, Hawkins will actually um, pause a moment after the shot, steady himself, and see his miniature lion um, Hmm. and activate its roar, giving him a surge of energy. Time to make another shot. This is an action surge. A 15. Here comes the bardic inspiration. Yes. Ooh, no! 17. (laughs) But you don't lose the inspiration. (laughs) A a 17 to hit? Yeah. Yep, that's right on the money. Okay. Okay, shoo. All right. Uh, That it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Plus three. Three plus three is six. All right, that's a fail. So it will have disadvantage attacking anyone besides me on its next turn. And it takes an 11 piercing damage. Mm. Probably halved. Mm. The bolt sticks in there, and you see it crackling with electrical energy. Its arm powers down for a minute, minute, and then it writes itself up and looks towards Ascendaton, raising the blade to strike him while he is prone. Given the fact that he's prone, normally would have advantage, but because of the incendiary tip, he will have disadvantage. A straight roll to attack you, Ascendaton. Four plus five is nine. That's a miss. You move to the side. The blade comes down on the ground. He strikes again. Eight plus five is 13. That is a miss also. You roll to the left this time. Back and yeah. forth. The, cl- the, the claw, the blade comes down upon the ground, and you're just rolling back and forth. It completed its turn. Ascendaton, lying on the ground, it is now your turn. Uh, I'm going to quickly cast about, is there any shattered glass here? Well, no, no, I'm going to belay that. Uh, I'm going to use my foot to sweep glass off of the stair that I'm on so that Mm -hmm. I don't accidentally cut myself. And I'm going to plant the, the staff that I'm holding across the stairs and basically I'm bracing myself trying to use everything to yeah I, I put the butt down on the stair in front of me and just tilt it side at an angle yeah and i'm just trying to block as much of the stairway as i can yeah that's awesome <laughs> um go ahead and make another athletics check this is not going to go well oh, that's gonna go better than i thought 15 all right hawkins the creature then turns towards ascendaton as if he is going to progress. It's back towards you. How do you proceed? Uh, Hawkins will run up behind it, drawing his short swords, and begin to attack it. First shot, or first strike is a 10. Fail. Second strike is a 21. Success. 15 slashing damage. (laughs) Well done. So that was the multi-attack. And then bonus action, short sword coming in with the other hand. 17 to hit. Yes. And another two slashing game. This blade fury just crashes and you hear metal upon metal slashing and hacking. Hawkins, your mind is slowing down to a point as you in real time study the perfect joints to hit. One time it clanks up against the backside of this creature and you fail. The second strike, you find that perfect joint and feel a connection of wires. And you feel that jolt of electricity as metal moves through metal and then stops at the hilt. You drag and the crackling of electricity and metal sparks flies in the air, landing upon the ground where glass is shattered. This creature is going to knock Ascendant out of the way with a plus seven strength. Four plus seven. And that's a miss. He goes to grab you and is blocked by this ream, reamer that has been barred between the ladder. And it stops mid-pull and looks down, going to grab the reamer. Having used its action to try and shove you out of the way unsuccessfully, it is now your turn, Ascendaton. I'm going to hold the ground. I'm just going to, again, keep myself as a barrier to this thing. And then uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to use unsettling words. And as a bonus action, I will use one of my bardic inspirations. And uh, I'm going to roll the die. That's a five. The creature will subtract that number from the next saving throw it makes before the start of my next turn. 
I, I look at it in its red eyes and I say, you shall not, you shall pass. not pass. And Hawkins, it is your turn. Uh, he will keep at it with the swords. Um, maybe thinking to immobilize it, he'll swing uh, for its legs, looking for, for weak points down there. Uh, 22 to hit. Indeed, you are successful. 15 damage. Whoa. Another max. Well, no, max. I'm sorry. That is, mm. I, I added six instead of, I added six to d6. It should have been nine damage this time and last time instead of the 15. Well, I can't read either because the bardic inspiration is a d8, not a d6. <laughs> Guys, what's going on? Hey, come on. <laughs> We're just trying to keep you on your toes, Jonathan. All right. Did you roll max damage? I did. It's a nine. Okay. Okay. You, there is a chance. Uh, I'm going to make it do a strength saving throw against your spell DC or your um, battle master DC. Okay, 14. All right, plus seven. Eight plus seven, 15. You okay. do not immobilize it. Okay. Okay. Uh, another swing then. Mm-hmm. Another natural one. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Okay. Hawkins, I need you to make a strength saving throw to pull your weapon out of the creature's All limb. right. You're going to go for a 15. And I got a 10. The weapon is lodged deep into this metal creature. And as you're slashing off the fake skin, its body is now being revealed as this undercarriage of a metal skeleton, one that you just saw in the Helping Hands workshop. And of course, as you slash across the leg, you see that ever-present, uh, ever-present symbol of the House of Basile. And then, your sh- and then your short sword gets stuck and gets yanked away from your arm as it turns around, getting ready to attack you. It seems fair on a, uh, on a natural one to remind you about the uh, ability to grapple on a, attempt to grapple on a, on a miss. That's right. He is going to use his reaction to grapple you. Um, an 11 to grapple you. Contested athletics check. Or acrobatics. Uh, nine. He turns around and swings wide, nearly knocking Ascendant over, and he goes for your throat and just holds you aloft. You are restrained. Any attack against you has advantage now. Having had that happen, you saw that he was getting ready to spring away from battle. Now that he has you, he's going to make two attacks with advantage. He reaches up his blade, ready to cleave you in half. 16 to hit and a 21 to hit. Yep. Uh, I'm going to activate shadow form again. <laughs> okay. Uh, activate the shadow form on the second attack. Uh, the first, you take seven points of damage, and then the resistance upon the second attack, you only take seven points of damage. Whoa. The blade just cuts through you and this demonic entity begins to manifest, almost as if Hawkins is sprouting wings. Ascendaton, you hear the abyssal cries of this fallen demon prince. A shadow figure now envelops Hawkins, taking most of the damage and cackling and laughter. I would like Ascendaton to take a moment and let us see his face and his reaction. The words, the sounds of the shape as it's wrapping around him, he's more focused on that because they make sense to him. Through his long years of study, he knows exactly what is being said. And I'll say, without knowing exactly what is said, um, he has a sense that there is great pain and misery, but it's turned outward like a reversible coat. And so it's meant to serve as a ward for Master Hawkins. Uh, And so that's where his attention goes, not the fact that this is happening, but rather the, the mechanics of it. Like a cocoon you are, and from your pain I will grow alongside your agony. I relish. Your pain seems to enjoy this. At the top of the round, Ascendaton is your turn. The creature is 
back to you, a sword sticking into its side. Shusha's flesh has come off and you see now this hulking form of this warforged soldier. It squeezes Hawkins by the throat and says, Not Henrik von Stiepelbottom. Correction, opponent, engage. How do you proceed? I put the stick in the spokes. I take the staff and I poke it between its legs and I pry, trying to upset its balance and knock it down the stairs. Prepare yourself, Master Hawkins. Uh, Go ahead and make your athletics check. Nope. I strain and maybe the stick snaps or something. I rolled a three. Contested against a 20, you just slam it into the kneecap and his kneecap jerks and yanks the reamer out of your hands, nearly tearing your wrists from its sockets. He stomps, stomps, moves away from the staircase and towards the kiln. Okay, I'm going to go ahead. As he's walking away, I'm, I'll follow behind him. And I I yell, Master Hawkins, be healed. And I, I use healing word as a bonus action. And that'll give you eight hit points back. Hawkins, you feel the heat of the kiln beginning to increase as this soldier moves closer and closer to it. You see that his skin is starting to flare and melt off. Not as strong as your natural skin, but you can start to feel the heat of this glasswork kiln roaring. How do you proceed? Hawkins doesn't know how this is going to turn out, but uh, he feels like this uh, construct has a pretty good grasp on him. So he's going to try a shocking grasp on the construct. I'm sure that being restrained, he has disadvantage, but shocking grasp grants advantage to metal exteriors. Go ahead. As you are doing that, Hawkins, your thoughts are going through and then suddenly you seemingly hear a voice call out from the temple. Not electricity, you idiot. It feeds on electricity. And the memory of when you you healed yourself, how that electrical discharge seemed to attract this character, how it is drawn towards the lightning sword. Moments before you release that shocking grasp, your mind corrects your actions. So he sort of half charges the port, gets it ready, and um, as he hears the voice, he quickly responds to that and instead just tries to twist um, out of the, the grasp of this creature with an acrobatics check against its grapple. 22. 11 to beat. Nicely done. Hawkins, you flip over to the side and this arm that you had previously studied, its saw blade that you are now grateful is not attached to its body. You maneuver in such a way that your body provides this counterweight and swivels the arm on its side, causing the hand to instantly open up mechanically. It releases you and you drop onto the conveyor belt, moving slowly towards the kiln. Just how I planned it. (laughs) Um, Hawkins will drop off the other side and go either underneath the conveyor belt or at least out of the line of sight of this guy, move a little bit and um, attempt to hide with a bonus action, calling once again on the power of the shadow. And suddenly the red eyes of this warforge blink for a second. Lost target. And then looks towards Ascendaton. Bring it. (laughs) You see that on the shoulder, this, for lack of a better word, it looks like a pipe upon a hinge, stairs, a chamber that looks back at you, reminding you of a cannon. It makes a ranged attack against you. A nine to hit. That's a miss. 15 points of fire damage. Blast. And you duck out of the way at just the time. And it completely blasts through the side of the temple of Kondanak. The window is shattered. You can see the the morning sky. Fire is erupting and licking up the edges of this blown out T section behind you. Do I take 15 or half of that? You missed it all. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> that was close. And it is now your turn, Ascendaton. You are 30 feet away from Hawkins and this creature. Yeah. Um, 
there are some drawbacks to my build here. <laughs> um, I, I run back to the stairs. I position myself back on the stairs. If if I dropped the reamer, I'm going to go ahead and pick that back up. I'm just, again, trying to drag. You, yeah, you grab another reamer. There's okay. plenty of others, but there's one yeah. sticking out of its leg. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to put as much in the way. If, if I can drag something over to the stairs with me to help impede progress, that's what I do. There are a couple of boxes of glass powder, crushed uh, glass. Okay. I will, um, thinking quickly, I'll rip off a section of my robe and use that as a mitt and reach down and grab a bunch of the glass powder and throw it, trying to hit somewhere in the body with the hopes that this powder will get in and start jamming up mobility. Easier to do if you were within melee range. Okay. Okay. You progress forward closer to this creature and find its joints that Hawkins has hacked away. You throw this glass powder. Uh, Make an arcana check. That is a 15. Done enough. You realize this could work. You start to hear it grind and move and spark and spray and you see it start to seize up a little bit. You can tell that if you continue to pursue this path, it might make it attack less often. Great. Hawkins, it is your turn. You are hidden, but you are you are having the conveyor belt between you and it. Behind it, Ascendantin is throwing bits of glass into the metal monster. Is it it's facing away from me then? It's it's actually facing away from you, yes, okay. and, and Hawkins. It's looking back towards the stairwell now. Um, so from his hidden position, he will attempt a, a shot with his crossbow into the uh, construct's back. Is that with advantage being hidden? Yes. 22 to hit. Indeed. Yes. Five. <laughs> Another bolt sinks deep into it, and you start to see its eyes beginning to flicker and flare. Its arm cannon searching around for you or another target. Um, Hawkins will stay, not hiding, but it will stay behind the conveyor belt to provide some cover. Ascend to ten. It turns around and raises its blade at you, making two attacks. A 20. That's a hit. And a 12. That is a miss. 15 points of slashing damage to you. Oof. And it is your turn. Gasping against the the pain and that feeling of searing heat from from the blade's edge, I roll over and again stick that cloth wrapped hand down into the glass powder, scoop up as large a handful as I can, and jam it against the body of this construct and rub it into one of the joints again, trying to trying to work it in. Go for a 17. This is a melee attack. That is a 15. And he reaches out and grabs you. Can I use a bonus action to instill a bardic action on my or inspiration? <laughs> yes, you may. Sweet. I'll add four to that for a total of 19. <laughs> okay. It- he got a 27, oh, sorry, 25 strength. He lifts Ascendant up. Your feet dangle across the ground. He has got you restrained now and begins to move you towards the kiln. Destroy opponent. I think Hawkins is feeling a little bit desperate at this point. <laughs> um, he's going to hop over the conveyor belt and try to uh, essentially tackle this thing doesn't make any sense at all here comes a little itty bitty gnome um but he's trying he's going to try to get in the feet of it um essentially a grapple there's very little chance that this is going to work but okay athletics here we versus go. Ath- athletics versus athletics that's what 20s are for natural 20 hey oh! <laughs> 21 wonderful Okay, because you scored the 20, yes, you use <laughs> between the short blade and the reamer stuck into its legs. You cause it as like a fulcrum and just 
topple it over, Ascendaton, you feel yourself getting thrown, not in the direction of the kiln, but away from it, smashing up against a glass collection. Glass just shatters all around you, Ascendaton, as your butt slams on the ground and your body slumps to the floor. Hawkins, you're caught like a turnstile, hanging on to the back of this mechanical robot, and you're both now slammed prone upon the ground. I got it! I, th- I think he'll take his remaining short sword, um, the one that's not lodged in its leg, and uh, take an offhand swing at it with a bonus action. And completely whiff. Oh, I guess it's with advantage. Because he's prone. Yeah. Um, so that's a 20 to hit. Hawkins, it does. Six damage. And that is enough. Yes! <laughs> Please describe in detail how this final moment happens. So Hawkins is, has caused the thing to trip. It basically almost throws him back into the air as, he, as it's twirling around on the way to the ground. Um, but Hawkins hangs on to the, um, to the hilt of the sword that's lodged in its leg and uses the momentum of that swing as he draws his other sword and drives... Uh, the free sword uh, deep into the torso um, and it sparks and jitters and powers down and its eyes begin to fade as you are on top of it slashing slamming this blade deep into the processor ascendaton you were only 15 feet away as you witness this and then the both of you here that mechanical voice eke out one final command. Mission unsuccessful. Self-destructing. Commencing. Run! Actually, I cast Mending on it. (laughs) No, I'm out of there. Okay. With the wall blown out and the sky of Bald Top before you, the staircase leading down to the fourth level the staircase leading up to the seventh level. Where do you run? Ascend it in your first. Yeah, I think it seems like we've eliminated the threat or whatever, for why ever it was heading up for the lightning rod. I don't know, but it seems like this is the only thing, so it's probably best just to get down, especially if it's going to blow. I don't want to be on the top half of this thing. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to head for the stairs and I'm going to reach for Master Hawkins as I go trying to grab him by the collar. <laughs> yeah, make an acrobatics check. Alright. I do not like my dice tonight. Ooh, I thought so. Uh, a total of 10. So it's not terrible, but it's not great. As you move as you move towards this area, the glass is slippering and sliding and and the heat is building up in this kiln. You slip and you slide and you fall, uh, not successful at moving down the stairwell. Hawkins, you're on top of the Warforged soldier as it's beginning to count down its moments before self-destruction. The thought crosses his mind to try to load it up on the conveyor belt, thinking maybe the kiln can contain the blast, but he knows he can't lift it, so he's gonna move on. Uh, following us into town down, down the stairs. You move past him? Yeah. Okay. Make your acrobatics check then. I, I try to move past him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 16. 16, that is successful. Somebody can roll. <laughs> yeah, you run down and you are clearly moving down the stairwell. Ascendaton, you must try... It's going to be more difficult because you're flat on your back. The glass is deeply embedded into your hands and your knees. Yeah, but I'm doing one of those cockroach flips, you know. Mm. <laughs> Vaughn would be so proud of me. Yes. Uh, uh, here, here's the thing. Let me set the yeah. set the standard. Um, you failed at a 10. You're going to have to succeed upon a 17 now. Oh, oh 15. You make it slowly, just stumbling You hear the timer beginning to count down, and then you feel it ascendaton, and then it clicks. Hawkins, you're well down the stairway when you 
feel the ceiling begin to shake and the blast of thousands of pieces of glass and fire and metal shrapnel slam Ascendaton with 21 points of damage and he comes flopping down the stairwell. I'm still, uh, I mean, I'm still conscious, but okay, that's obviously very know. badly injured. Blasted. Ascendaton comes rolling down the stairs after you. The entire level is obliterated. A huge explosion rings out over Baldtop Library. The Temple of Kondanak fumed in smoke, wreathed in smoke, as this entire level just gets blasted. And at that moment, the final level begins to collapse. The lightning sword disconnects and this enormous hum of energy that you had previously ignored just simply shuts off. Hawkins, you see this blade beginning to move slowly towards you. The legendary lightning sword is falling down the stairwell from where it came. How do you proceed? Hawkins first rushes over to Ascendaton. Are you okay? Well enough, I think. You know, yeah, it's not like we're safe now. It's not like the building's uh, not about to collapse, but I was afraid that would have been a little bit worse. I'm surprised I made it out of the way. We'll get you, we'll get you uh, all the help you need in just a little bit here. But that sword that's falling down, that's those stairs over there. I think that's really important. It clanks to the ground, moving past you now, clattering down to the third level. I will accompany you to get it. So we'll head toward it. Hawkins's thought is he's not at all thinking, here's the thing that I'm going to wield. He's thinking, let me make sure that it's not damaged and that it doesn't somehow end up in the wrong hands. Now in your hands, you feel its electrical energy. All the hairs on your body begin to lift straight up from static electricity. Moving down level three, level two, you pass the stone and the dirt and the, the path of terror that this monster has carved. As you exit, you see people pointing and looking and wardens and witnesses arriving. All stops have been pulled out. Skoda commanding archmages to contain the damage. There are soldiers, wardens flying on brooms now, searching around the perimeter to see what has happened. Once covered in smoke and glass and blood and sweat, you come emerged from this first level. How do you proceed? For at the moment, you are unseen and unnoticed. I think Hawkins wants to get help for Ascendaton in particular, so I don't think he's gonna try to hide um, and sort of forgets about the sword in his hand. Uh, Unless Ascendaton stops him, he's going to raise his hand and start to call out to get attention. I think as soon as he steps out of the tower, Ascendaton is going to wobble because that that was extensive. And he's going to lean against the base of the tower. Maybe rubble is still falling from above. Somehow it seems to miss him, but he leans against the wall his head swims and through the haze of unconsciousness threatening to overtake him he sees what he thinks is perhaps the familiar face somewhere at the back of the crowd and then his the edges of his vision begin to close in and he begins to fall help a warden arrives and carries a sentence off they immediately recognize you and a priest wearing golden robes of Kondanak approach you. Bookend Hawkins, you're all right. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we didn't, we weren't able to do, uh, to, to save a lot inside the temple, but it looked like several of the, of the floors were able to be evacuated before that uh, abomination went through. 
It was only moments before the explosion that everyone made it out. He looks at the sword, his eyes widen. Is that what I think it is? Yeah, I, I believe so. Was it in danger? Was that killer, that imposter, out for it? I can only guess. It uh, seemed to be attracted by electrical energy, and I, there's hardly a greater source around. Old Man Whiskers comes running up. Hawkins! He's got a pamphlet in his hand. Hawkins! <sighs> Hawkins, I need to tell you, that thing, that Shusha, that monster, it runs on electricity. It's going to look for the closest source of electricity you can find. Oh. I see you've been busy. Hawkins sort of lifts up the sword. I, yeah, I think it was looking for this. The priest takes it. I will guard this. Thank you. You should see to your friend in the House of Healing. The man in golden robes takes the sword, disappears from sight. The wardens and the witnesses take Ascendantin to a, a hospital bed, a place of convalescence. And there you are, with wounds of your own, bandaged, cared for, sitting in the silence of only Ascendantin's slow breathing. Did Old Man Whiskers come with us? He's waiting outside. Okay. Uh, Hawkins would have asked after Leilana on their well, walk over. She, she's doing all right. She, I found her at the, <laughs> the grocer. Uh, Good. She's doing fine. She was unscathed. Missed the whole thing. Very little sore about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm but sure. I missed the whole. I missed the whole thing too. What? You did because you were unconscious for it. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then I got lost in the books and everything, and I felt bad about, oh, Hawkins, this thing is all my fault. It is not, sir. You know what? It's You're right. It's not. It's Baltop's fault for accepting this payment from crazy Lord Basile. I would say it's Lord Basile's fault more than anybody else. Well, don't you have a good head on your shoulders? I point try to. Well, pointing the blame in the right direction. How's your buddy? I think he's going to be all right. Uh, he'll he'll have some scars, I'm sure. Lots of little uh, lacerations and such from all those shards of glass that exploded. But I think he'll pull through just fine. The temple ain't going to pull through just fine. That whole place is all. blown up. It's a well. It's a good time to start a window business. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Bald Top can uh, sell the shells of those of the other of those uh, constructs. Ooh, I don't even want to think about the repair those there. Yeah, I know they weren't cheap. No, they weren't, and dangerous too. Mm -hmm. um, just to let you know, I have informed Skoda of everything. I didn't tell him you told me everything or you were involved in it, but I figured after what I discovered, he'd want to know everything. Well, if any if any heat comes down on you for uh, for doing what you did, shoot! They, what are they going to direct it to me? What are they gonna do? Kick me out? <laughs> they know well, this, that this place can't function without me teaching uh, all these, that's, these young witnesses that think they know it all. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, this place wouldn't last a day without you, I'm sure. Well, you were put through the ringer and you did all right and you stuck around, but um, a lot of these young kids, they, they don't know how dangerous everything is. It's, it's, a, it's a magical world and uh, it's mysterious should be respected, feared even. It's not for the faint of heart. Listen to you talking like a wise man. Oh, I don't know. I was hanging around <laughs> all these book nerds and everything. I don't don't <laughs> let it rub off on me. I, <laughs> me and Leilana are going to cook up a dinner, and it sure is good to have you back. If um, you want to invite your buddy, that's all right. We'll be out barbecuing out behind the shop. Oh, that sounds great. I'd, something like that would be perfect for the end of the day like this. Hey, that fella from the temple has been following you. Um, I saw him outside even waiting and everything. You want me to hang around or you okay to see what he's all about? I, I think I can talk to him. You and uh, Leilana go commiserate over missing all the action. Alright, Hawkins. Gives you a big old hug. Walks away. Hawkins will look over Ascendaton one more time before uh, stepping out to see after this 
this guy. He's out. <laughs> Man in golden robes is outside. His arms are folded, his foot up against the wall. When he sees you approaching, he says, I wondered when you call. Did your parents finally get a hold of you? I have heard from my parents. How, how do you know about that? Well, he gently taps the sword. I am the crafter. Sorry, you're telling me you made that? I did. Isn't, I mean, that's a legendary artifact. Oh, thank you. It is many more things than that. Legendary is reductive. It is more intricate than your brain could possibly handle. Well, it is more intricate than the brain of anyone here could handle, but perhaps in time yours could handle. Mr. Idlehands. He extends his hand towards you in a handshake. Hawkins is finally piecing together what's going on here. So, Kandanak? <laughs> It is one of my names, yes. But you may call me Gond if that is easier for you to pronounce. Hawkins shakes his hand. So, you came to see me today and you found me one way or the other. I was I was gonna come to see you. I certainly wasn't I'm planning on rushing in through the front door. <laughs> yes, he kind of looks at you a little doubtfully. Yes, I think you were going to see me, perhaps. So, just how much do gods know? I wouldn't have thought that uh, God of Crafting would understand my intentions. Maybe I need to do some more studying on, uh, on what you can do. Oh, no, it's not my speciality to understand your thoughts and intentions. It's just that, well, I know you're here, and I know you've been here for some time, and I have noticed that... Despite what we offer here at the temple, you have not been by. You have kept to yourself at the Helping Hands workshop, people you trust. I can only assume it's just because you do not trust me as to why you have not been by. But that is not because of my godlike powers, that is simply because of years and years of observation. I could be wrong. You are exactly right. Uh, well, except it's not really that I mistrust you in any way. I just I only found out last night that uh, that my parents have any dealings with you at all. They they kept that completely hidden from me. Yeah. It may be more of my fault. I am private. I am not like some of the other gods of knowledge that flaunt myself. I prefer to remain anonymous and leave the patents to my Successors, such as yourself, such as your parents. Well, that's a characteristic I appreciate. You know, I didn't think it would uh, be so normal talking to a god. I, I suppose, like you said, they're not all the same. Yeah, that is, of course. Um, you talk to someone who made the sun or the moon and governs war, for example. That would be quite a different experience, but it is my job to interact with the mortals so it would be make sense that it is easy to do at least compatible i would say all right you make a good point we are easily more interfacing with the mortals put it that way but interfacing aside we're not here for chit chat why are you here why, why, why am you mean why am I a Balta or no why did you come to the temple well I guess I guess it's curiosity as much as anything else knowing that you've helped my parents I you know I thought they were completely self-made <laughs> um, not that I'm sure they're very capable, but really, I don't know. I don't know how much you helped. I mean, if if 
Quentin was able to admit receiving any help, I mean, maybe you did the whole thing. I more give hints in the right direction. Um, it is a fine balance to explain things to mortals. You give them too much knowledge, they tend to create things like, well, Warforged. And you've seen how that could be. Hmm. Um, everything I have taught humanity to accomplish is not always turned out for good. Not always turned out for evil, and sometimes it just takes time, so you can understand that I don't divulge all the information all at once. It would be like, uh, how you say, drinking through a fire hose, so it's a lot to take in. I have once long ago tried to download information to the first of humanity, and uh, there was a lot of uh, splatter of brain matter. It was not... Yeah pretty sight. I've learned and yes I can learn to temper things. Slow drip can erode even the greatest of mountains. You know Kandanak, I think I like you. Wonderful. I would like to know why you're here then. Is it truly because of the behest of your parents? Or have you, Hawkins, decided to step out of their shadow? I'm, I'm certainly hoping to. All the privilege that comes from from my name, it's it's nice. Well, it's really not. It's, it's uncomfortable, if I'm being honest, more than anything. But I don't want to just be their son, their, their special project. Um, not that I need to, yeah. Not that I aspire to any great level, but I'd like to have a name of my own. Hmm. I have some ideas. We need a way to discourse. Um, I understand you were off on travels many times. Mm -hmm. I would like to speak to you more here to. Examine your mind to see how much you could handle. But I have some ideas on to make you and your name as legendary as this sword. But I am not wrong to believe you would not want the information to make your name great. It's for a different motivation. Right? I guess suppose it's not about my name um, I just I want to be my own man in a sense uh, ambition is the word yeah mm. you see him shift uncomfortably I, I have known many a man with ambition to take the information to a whole new level Though I do not doubt it is truly what's in your heart, I warn you that ambition can grow to be a great monster. I would advise you to learn how to train monsters before you handle information. Would you take that path? That, that certainly makes sense. I'll, uh... I think I will learn what that means. Do you play any games? Uh, a few. Yeah. Cards, chess, backgammon? Chess, chess, chess backgammon. backgammon, yep. I prefer backgammon. It is requires less operational power. It gives me more time to think about the things I'm truly trying to uncover. Let us schedule a game. Let's start there. I am not convinced, and I do not know if you truly are at this point. But a game will give us a chance to get to know each other. I'll have to. I'll have to brush up. It's been a month or two. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it has been at least a hundred years since I've played, so I've got you beat. Oh my! 
I would invite you to the temple, but it will be in repair. Do you have another place we could visit? Um, my apartments have enough room for a game. I'm not sure where else is, is private enough. Hmm. That is fine with me. I do also enjoy privacy. I may appear in different form from time to time. Do not be alarmed. It is just by way of coping with the notoriety. How might, how might I recognize you if you're in a different form? You can tell a lot by a person's handshake. Hmm. You can sense their intentions. I will always shake your hand. But, a riddle. I can fly like the bird, but not in the sky. I can always swim, and can always stay dry. I say goodbye at night, and in the morning, say hi. I'm part of you, but what am I? I'll follow and lead as you pass. Dressing yourself in black, my darkness lasts. I flee the light, but without the sun, your view of me would be gone. Does Hawkins recognize the answer to that riddle? Are you talking about the moon? <laughs> Think upon it. And certainly your mind will generate the answer. You're almost ready, Hawkins. A game will be just suitable for both of us. He turns and leaves without an answer, without a question, without a comment, and fades away into the sunlight at Bald Top, leaving you outside the House of Healing. Ascendantin, you have recovered by now and feel free enough to walk. He sits up and he tests his legs and if that's sufficient, he heads for the door to get a breath of fresh air. He needs something to slap him in the face a little bit. You see Hawkins outside. <laughs> uh, he stands in the door and leans against the frame and exhales noisily. It's uh, a little more telling. <laughs> His experiences of the day have taken a toll more than he's used to. Hawkins stands for a moment, um, completely still, sort of staring off into the distance, and then uh, sort of sets his jaw and slowly turns back and sees you standing in the doorway. Ah, I see you're on your feet again, Ascendaton. Barely. I sure could use a rest and something to eat, I think. What's your, uh, you like the Baltop brew? I don't go often, but it does sound good. It'll be on me tonight. Oh, oh, how could I forget? We've been invited to a barbecue. <laughs> a what? A barbecue? That's, yeah, uh... my, my uh, henfolk friends make the most excellent cuisine. It might it might upset your stomach a little the first time if you haven't had anything like it before, but it's worth it. Now, I have tried barbecue, and the henfolk are renowned for their abilities. That does sound good. I may not be able to stay long, but it does sound good. Well, you're welcome to come along. That is very generous of you. As you progress, the smoke over Bald Top has dissipated. The wardens and witnesses busy cleaning up the rubble and mourning the loss of those crafters of Kondanak who died this day. Outside the Helping Hands workshop, Leilana hollers to you. Hawkins! Hawkins! You, hey, hey! Did you see the explosion? Did I see the explosion? Are you kidding me? This guy was at the middle of it. Man, you get all the luck. I was buying a pig. Come here. Look at it. I, got, I dug it in the ground and we're barbecuing it now. Shoot. Hey, what's up, Sinton? How you doing? I am doing quite, uh, quite well. Oh, come on. Don't be so glum. Get over here and get a piece of this pig. I'm going to rip a rib off. You want a rib? Nothing would please me more. All right. Get down on here and our level and everything. Well, um, pass around. Oh, oh whoa. How'd that engine degreaser get over here again? <laughs> Hawkins, uh, <laughs> uh, he kind of 
she kind of looks over to Citadel to make see if he approves or. <laughs> hey, Citadel, Hawkins, is he cool? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure yet, but I think I think we'll be all right. Old I man think- Whiskers kind of stomps over with his hairy feet, carrying a rack of ribs. A Citadel was a criminal a couple days ago. I think he's all right with us. <laughs> He's already picked up the bottle and is taking a sip. <laughs> Whoa! Constitution saving throw. It's a hundred percent proof. Hundred proof. Oh, okay. Uh, Con- yeah, constitution saving throw. Yes. <laughs> Natural one. I'm on my back. <laughs> oh, he can't. Hey. Oh, he, I fall what? down in the pit with the pig. <laughs> hey, hey, it's good. It's good to know he's not no war forged. He can't. <laughs> he's a real live human being. That's right. Oh, man. I guess that tells you just about how cool he is. <laughs> yeah, he's... <ooh>. Well, <laughs> he's had a, a bad day. He has. It looks like he got chicken pox or something. Well, uh, those will be shards of glass. The cut's still oh, healing up. Well, that's unfortunate. That's a heck of a place to have a showdown, the glass factory. <laughs> yeah, remind me not to do that again. Is this a... Is this dangerous on the road as it is in here? Well, this is uh, a bit exceptional. Um, but, you know, you, you'll remember that I, we did face a dragon just a few days ago back in Boshin. You know, uh, oh, Skoda, he says we're going to have new protocol for accepting all kinds of deliveries and everything. It's getting dangerous out there, they say. Talks of war, and... It's full-on war in Boshin, for sure. Basile ain't pulling no punches. This is regarded as an attack. I was gonna say, war's coming for sure, but, you know, I think probably Bald Top Library is a good place for you to stay. Oh, hunker down, all right, but... Mm -hmm. They're gonna keep the gates closed and everything. I don't know, I just don't like all the paperwork. (laughs) Makes my fingers ache. You're going to need a new assistant too, aren't you? Somber moment as uh, we think oh. about Shusha. Yeah. It's horribly unfortunate. Was it weird fighting him? Seeing him? Did it feel the same? It, I mean, you could tell that wasn't a human. Uh, it don't just, have no feelings or empathy did it not at all it even spoke in kind of a mechanical voice i mean it it was it was odd at first um but it was it was real clear that that was not our shusha yeah god's rest his soul may he end up in the best place hey here wake up She's throwing water on your face, Ascendant, to rouse you. I'm awake. I'm awake. Hey, so did you know what that thing was after anyway? What it want with a lightning sword? I don't know that I feel comfortable enough to answer the question, and so I'm going to look sidelong at Hawkins in hopes that either that he'll lead the way, basically. It was uh, looking for source of power. Looking for a weapon. Oh. Maybe, maybe sent specifically to give Lord Basile a weapon and a way to control the that blue dragon. Oh, man. It's too close to home for me. Too close to home. You know, I'd, I'd hope the walls of Ball Top Library would keep everyone inside safe. So I, I'm, I suppose I'm glad for the new protocols coming in. It's more paperwork. But at the end of the day, if we all stay alive, it's worth it. Yeah. He puts his hand on Leilana. I don't know what I'd do if you were here. I don't know what I'd do if you didn't fall off a ladder. (laughs) The barbecues normally last three days. You enjoy food, merriment, rest, drink, story after story, building bonds of friendship with one another. A unique time of respite. After a few days pass upon the lawn outside the Helping Hands workshop, 
You're sitting enjoying the last remnants of the barbecue, draining the last flask of the engine degreaser. And suddenly in your view, Hawkins, you see something large in the sky, green, soaring towards Baltop Library. As your eyes squint, you gather Leilana, Whiskers, and Ascendaton all together, and you see a humongous green swan flying towards Baltop Library. And on its back are four figures. And so for now, our story concludes. Every story comes to an ending, so for now we must conclude. Thank you for listening, Sojourners. Your attention will not go unrewarded, and we look forward to continuing this adventure. And we look forward to connecting this adventure. If you have been following along with The Fairy and the Free, as well, The Bookish and the Brave, you are seeing how each of these stories are now intersecting once again. If you've enjoyed this connection between two Dungeons & Dragons stories, then go to your favorite podcasting platform, leave a rating and review. This will help other Sojourners find us along their path to adventure. If you enjoyed this background music and ambiance, then visit Tabletop Audio. You can find them at www.tabletopaudio.com. And however you choose to sojourn with us, as always, may your story continue.